Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,145. Fear is the inspiration to do things right the first time because you may not have a second chance. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Johnny Answer. Hey, Johnny, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, listeners, today's a very special day. Today is Johnny's birthday. So happy birthday, Johnny. What a wonderful time that I get to interview you on your birthday. That's pretty cool. And we're born the same year, so that makes it even more special for me. Well, thank you very much. We try to forget them at our age, but that's all right. I appreciate it. (laughs) That's okay. I I think you're a young guy at heart, so I wouldn't worry too much about numbers at this point, unless you're on the track and you're, you're trying to hit a certain lap time. So that's the only time that numbers really matter very much anyway. Johnny Answer is a spokesperson and technical advisor for Cooper Tires, and for over 15 years, he's worked with various departments within Cooper Tires, including design, testing, motorsports, advertising, marketing, and sales. If the answer name sounds a little familiar, it should. Johnny is the son of the late Jerry Answer, the first answer to race at the Indianapolis 500. Johnny's uncle Bobby Sr., Al Sr., and cousin Al Jr. all continued the tradition of compiling nine wins at Indy, And Johnny began racing after college and qualified for the Indianapolis 500 in five consecutive years. He's a veteran of five Indy 500s and has won championships in the American IndyCar Series, and he won the 12-hour of Sebring. He competed in the 24-hour of Daytona eight times and finished second in the 24-hour Le Mans. He also won the grueling Alcan 5,000-mile rally three times, and Johnny recently opened Unser Racing and Entertainment in Denver, Colorado, a premier indoor karting facility and corporate conference center. You are still a busy guy at this dear old age of your birthday today. And that's the last time I'm going to call you old today. Uh, so, Johnny, I've told, our, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career, your racing, and, of course, a very obvious passion for automobiles? You know, I guess I had the opportunity to race a lot of different cars over the years, which was a lot of fun. Like you mentioned, the Alcan 5000, that's a winter rally, 20 to 40 below zero through through snow and ice up into Alaska and into Canada. And anyway, that was a great one. I've been able to do, you know, the Baja 1000 and of course, the Indy 500 and Indy cars and a lot of sports car races. So I feel pretty fortunate to have done that. And then during that time, got involved in different businesses. Um, I also have a business called Precision Dynamics International that does new car introductions, sales training for the automotive industry. Of course, all the work I do with Cooper Tire for the last 15 years and going strong right now has been really great to see that company grow and the level of technology that they use has has just increased so much. It's It's been a fun ride with them. I get to do a lot in the motorsports side for them, as well as in the light truck and passenger car tire side of things. So that keeps me really busy. And uh, geez, lately, it's uh, my daughter 
uh, Lonnie Unser is racing and she's doing quite well. And so when I'm not at the races I have to be at, I try to make my way to her races. So there's not many weekends during probably about eight months out of the year that I'm not at a racetrack somewhere. I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, the Unser name continues to be on the racetrack, which is so cool. I mean, generation after generation. And with a name like Unser, it almost seems like you have to do something in the automotive industry or everyone's <laughs> going to go, what's wrong with that, Unser? But uh, I think it's fantastic. You must be a very proud father. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I get pretty nervous. I won't lie to you. Get Watching her yeah. run, you know, it kind of it gets your attention as a parent. But I get more confidence every time I watch her run. and it, It's great. Yeah. So it, it's wow. really fun to succeed the success there. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, we'll look forward to following her career. But today we're going to talk a little bit about you, Cooper Tires, all the automotive things you're involved with. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars Yeah. So Johnny, take the wheel. This is uh, one that I've kind of I tell other people, I continually tell myself, but uh, here it goes, is fear is the inspiration to do things right the first time because you may not have a second chance. Whoa, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you give that a little bit of thought and let it sink in for a second, but uh, fear is the inspiration to do things right the first time because you may not have a second chance. And of course, in in racing, in business, and in just about anything you do in life, I think if you keep that kind of thing in mind, it'll help you do a better job. You know, well, especially in racing, of course, on the racetrack, you want to make sure you're so well prepared because little mistakes become huge mistakes really, really fast. But you're the first one that's ever given me that quote. And after 1,145 people, you'd think I'd start to hear some of the same quotes over and over. But I always love it when I hear a new one. My father had... uh, a thought about fear that he shared with me, false evidence assumed a real, F-E-A-R, uh, which he always, you know, whenever I say I was afraid to do something, he said, well, really think about why you're afraid to do it, because maybe that's not really real. Maybe you really can do it. So it always, you know, always pushed me. Yeah, absolutely. But I like I like yours. That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. That That's a new one here on Cars. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Well, we, you know, I've talked a little bit about the Unser family here because it's the name is just synonymous with racing and cars and everything. But I wonder if you could tell your personal side of a story that instigated your passion for racing and cars. Maybe there's a pivotal moment in your life when you look back that you knew, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a car guy just like everyone else in this family. I suppose, you know, for me, I always like racing. And, you know, my father was killed in 19. 19- 59 when I was just a year old and and he died at Indianapolis at Speedway. And so after that, my mom kind of raised my brother and I, uh, we didn't have a father for the next eight or nine years. And so we spent a lot of time with Al Sr. and Bobby Sr. um, at various racetracks, spent some summers out there uh, in New Mexico with them. And I suppose for me, it was the first time that I went to the Indianapolis 500 that I can remember. I mean, I was there real little when I was a kid, but I, I started going there kind of in my in my high school days and working for Al Sr. at the time. And I think that's when I got the buzz and I really knew 
if I could, I wanted to race and I, I wanted to make it a career. So I, I think that, you know, when you walk into that place, it's so awesome. And the feeling that you get there, it, it just made me really want to see if I could do it. Wow. Well, I know first time I went to watch an Indy 500. Actually, the first time I went to the Indianapolis racetrack was to watch an F1 race, believe it or not. Oh, was, which was really? Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of weird. But um, I went back to see the Indy 500 several times. And uh, yeah, when you go there, nothing I don't think prepares you for that experience. But being behind the scenes with your family and the history of the family being at the track and racing, I mean, that's a whole nother level of involvement. So I can see how that would get in your blood pretty fast. That's very, very well, cool. It well, just, it just means so much to the family. You know, it always has. Yes. So yeah. you, you really can't feel that importance until you're there. <laughs> you know, my wife was never really into racing until the first time I took her to a race. And it was when we were living in California. And I took her to a a, a little Lamar race, Lamar type race uh, at Del Mar. And they had set up oh, yeah. Del Mar. Yeah. yeah, they had a little track there. And she didn't really want to go. I think she was just being nice to me. We were pretty much newly married. This was in the 80s. And she was like, I've never seen her. I mean, she was so excited and fired up. I said, well, I didn't know you liked racing. And she goes, I didn't either until I was there and I could feel it. The cars, the power, the sound, the noise, the vibration coming through me. It was, Yeah, it changed your whole opinion about <laughs> racing. So I always tell people, if you don't like racing, just go to a race, just one race and see what you think. If you don't like it after that, fine, but I guarantee you, it will change your opinion about racing every time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, Johnny, let's take a look at some of the roads you've been down and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure. Now, sometimes this is easy with a racer. I've had several hundred racers on the show here, and usually it involves either a serious accident or a big career shift or change, or maybe it deals with in the case of uh, some of my past guests, you know, trying to earn, raise money so they could actually go racing. There's all these things that come to play in the world of racing. It is not an easy, not even if an answer name, it's not an easy thing to go out and do. So tell us about one of those times that was a big challenge or a big failure. Kind of walk us through it and then tell us what you learned from that, because that's the most valuable thing when it comes to dealing with challenges and failures. Well, you know, a big pivotal moment for me goes way back to the beginning when I had to make a decision, I'd been racing, but I was also teaching school. I got my, after my father was killed, I think one of the things that my mom really wanted my brother and I to do was to get our college education. And so we both went ahead and did that, whether we were going to race or not. And I was teaching school and I, I had a pretty short <laughs> teaching career. It was only a couple of years because Looking back on it now, it was the right decision to make, but I'd been racing, but I was teaching school to make ends meet. And there came a time when I had to make the decision whether I was going to race or teach school. So my wife and I had uh, some very serious discussions and I decided to retire, <laughs> I guess, if you want to call it, and quit teaching or and go racing full time. And so that's what I did. And, you know, it was a huge leap. And, you know, we had to really buckle down tight to make ends meet. And, you know, that was that was a point in my career that that made a big difference. Had I not done that, I probably wouldn't be where I got in racing and I wouldn't be involved in some of the businesses that I am today. So 
I think the lesson there is that you sometimes do have to take a, a real leap in faith. And, you know, I had faith in my ability, but in racing, as we all know, there's so many other factors and uh, the sponsorship side of it, the money side of it, as I'm going through with my daughter now, it hasn't gotten any easier, you know. And you I know, it's only gotten more convoluted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a difficult thing. So that was uh, the big one in my career. Well, you know, making a big pivot in life like that is huge. And I've heard that from many of my guests, especially if they go from a career that is good. Maybe it's a career that actually they earn great money, It's but they're not happy. They know they want to do something in the automotive industry. And I think for you, it sounds like that's the case. So if there's some listeners out there right now that are going through something like this and they're kind of like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Should I do this or not? What do you think? I mean, is there one or maybe two little inspirational thoughts you might throw out at them that might help them understand how, not what decision to make, but how to make that decision? Well, I would just say, if you have an inclination, if anybody has an inclination to do something on your own and kind of step out of the the flow of what, you know, we accept as normal in society, there's probably a reason that you're thinking about it. And I think it's worth taking the chance. It's worth doing something different. It's worth starting your own business if you have a passion. If you have a passion, I think you should follow it any possible way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you said that because so many people go through life doing what they're not happy and they keep thinking, someday I'll quit and retire and then I'll be happy. And you know what? That day may never come. And when that day does come, I think the idea of retirement is kind of a falsehood. I think if you just sit around and don't do anything, you don't have a reason to get up in the morning. It's a really quick way to just deteriorate away. You have to have a reason to wake up. And I'm glad you said that, Johnny, because that's what Cars Yeah is all about. People who decide to take that bold step, go out, do something on their own, do something they're passionate about, and be a part of it. And to for me, what you've done is you've not only done racing, but you've been a part of the automotive industry in so many factors, so many ways. It just shows there's lots of opportunity out there, right? Well, I think there is. And again, that's something I tell my daughter. You just never know where you're going to go in racing. But the things that you learn in racing and from racing and around racing, being around racing, whether it's engineering or it can be marketing, you know, whether it's, you know, mechanicking or, or driving or there's so many things that relate to the automotive industry and so many cool things because, right. the, you know, the automobile is so important to us. There's a lot of different ways that you could come up with of making a career out of it. So, yeah, we're just fortunate to, you know, be involved in, in that industry and enjoy all the cool things that that it offers to us. Well, and the Unser name and the Unser family and you and your entire family have brought so much to us enthusiasts as far as enjoyment and fun and all sorts of things. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely spectacular. And I tell my listeners, I've got now 1,145 guests who've all figured it out. So listen to all these shows and you will learn from every one of these people how they got to where they got it wasn't easy. In fact, most of the times it is not easy at all. But you know what? At least you're having fun along the way. Well, how about shifting gears a little bit? We'll kind of downshift and go to another area. And I like to ask about a big aha moment, a big career aha moment where you go, ah, yeah, that is the direction I need to go. So the headlights kind of come on and illuminate a new path for you. Is there one of those stories in your life? Oh, absolutely. 
You know, I'd been racing for quite a while and I was kind of getting towards the end of my career. And I'd had a lot of things that I was working on, you know, and things that I was doing. But I got a phone call from a good friend of mine at the time that uh, he used to actually be a Pirelli tire. And I'd, I'd done some driving for them over the years, but now he was with Cooper Tire. And uh, he gave me a call and he said, hey, Johnny, you know, we haven't really been in the UHP side of things in the ultra high performance kind of, which in the tire world, that that's a very broad statement. There are many tires that are UHP tires, but anyway, Cooper hadn't been known in that segment. And so he said, would you like to come on board and kind of help us with the direction, help us with design, help us, you know, with our engineers and be our UHP guy. Uh, I mean, it was just like, wow, that that was really cool to be asked that from because, you know, there aren't that many tire companies in the world and, and that this one was, you know, getting into UHP and getting into motorsports. So I've had the pleasure to be with Cooper Tire from the very beginning of their high performance side of thing and the very beginning of their involvement in motorsports and and now I, I get to see the, uh, you know, how well they're doing and, and the type of people that they're hiring. And it's such a big group effort and it's going really well with them. So that was, I guess, the big aha moment for me and a pretty cool change. You know, I still do other things, but Cooper Tire is a big part of what I do today. Yeah. How cool. What a fortuitous phone call. I'm glad you picked up the phone that day. Uh, that's pretty neat, too, and especially for a tire company as well-known as Cooper to want to go into a new market segment and then bring somebody on board. Obviously, it helped that you were a racer, but also, I would imagine you got to get involved in a lot of things you'd never been involved with before, because when I introduced you, I listed a whole host of areas you work for Cooper Tires. I mean, that's pretty broad. It is, and that's the neat thing, that I'm not just involved with Cooper, you know, in motorsports, per se. Um, I get to go to dealer meetings. I get to go to like, the new tires coming out, head down to their test track in San Antonio, Texas, and, you know, wheel the cars around and give my input on the tires. And, of course, they have a yeah. great staff of, um, you know, professional drivers, test drivers that work down there at the track whom I get along with really well. And, you know, they'll come up with what they think about the tire and, you know, their whole battery of tests that they've been doing. And, you know, I'll get in and run the tire and, and tell them what I think and we'll, you know, kick our ideas around and the philosophy and the direction that we think, you know, that particular product should go. And I just, I really enjoy doing that. And that's another great area within Cooper yeah. that I get to be involved in. Well, not to mention what you get to learn too while you're involved in all this. I think it's fantastic. So kudos to you for taking the phone call and, and taking a leap into a, an unknown area, if you will, in some respects. and. I'm sure it's opened all sorts of wonderful doors for you along the way. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. I always ask my guests about their first special car, that first car in their life that was really special to them. I think given your racing background, maybe I'll ask it a little differently of you. But you can talk about a street car, but I'd love to hear what's what's the first race car that you got in that you kind of felt like, okay, I am at home here. This is where I want to be. Well, I'll start out first with the streetcar because it's kind of funny. Um, okay. <laughs> the, the first streetcar is the first car that I got my license in. And it was my parents' 
um, hand-me-down car, but it was uh, so important to me because it gave me my wings. And yeah. I had an incredible <laughs> amount of fun in that car. It was a 1965 Buick station wagon, white. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I used to rally that things in the dirt roads. My parents lived in Northern California. There's lots of dirt roads around. We lived in a small town. <laughs> and uh, I remember just taking that thing sideways. I bounced it off a few rock walls and uh, put some dents in it. And I was going to school down in Lodi and we used to rally it through the great vineyards and it, it was oh, just yeah. a lot of good memories in that car. But, uh, I think a lot of people probably have that kind of memory out of their first car. But for me, it was a really special time in my life because, you know, I got to drive, I got my wings and, and that's what I have always loved to do. Now on the uh, race car side, uh, I suppose it was, uh, I was driving for Mazda at the time and it was a Mazda RX-7 and that was in IMSA GTU uh, category. And so I ran it in, in several races and, and got my first experience in a 24 hour race in that car at Daytona. And so, you know, that was, that was pretty special. You know, I feel like I was really in the big time, you know, then when I got into that car and, you know, one thing led to another after that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you you've been involved in a lot of endurance racing, so I would assume that's a big passion for you. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's just kind of an opportunity that I had as I was coming up through my career, and I think the thing that endurance racing really did for me is it puts you behind the wheel of a car for long periods of time. I remember one stint I had, and it had to do with rain and went from dry to rain, and then I think back to dry or something. But one reason or another, I was in the car for five and a half hours. That's what endurance racing does. It 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 makes you keep your head in the game. Game. You have long stints in the car. You have to be consistent. You have to take care of the car. So endurance racing, you know, teaches you a lot and uh, gives you a lot of seat time. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a seller's remorse story in your life, Johnny? A car you let go, you really wish you still had? <laughs> you know, it probably was the second car I had, which I bought from my brother. And it was a 1968 Pontiac Le Mans. And it was kind of a light blue color with a a white hard top. But it was a white, like vinylish kind of hard top they did uh-huh. back in those days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had glass packs on it and mag wheels and, you know, a little wider tire. And it was, uh, it was a pretty cool car. And it would be really fun to have that sitting in my garage today, but I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I understand. I was a little kid. My parents had one of those cars. It was just like that same color, white vinyl, exact same car. Yeah. It was just, it just brought back a few memories. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of fun stuff. I think that one made way for a, Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, uh, that was the oh. next one in the family, the family wagon. So see, we got into a wagon just like you had. So that was part of the sixties and seventies culture for sure. Well, I would love to hear what has you excited and fired up these days, what you're working on. I know part of Cooper Tires, you can talk a little more about that because that's the main reason we got together here today with SEMA coming up in a week. Um, boy, I'm looking forward to seeing the folks at Cooper Tires and all the cool things that SEMA has to bring. But also a little bit maybe about Unser Racing and Entertainment, this new facility you have in Denver, which sounds very, very cool. So what has you excited and fired up today? 
Well, for sure, you know, we're always working on things with Cooper Tire, and I'm pretty excited about uh, next year's race season already. We just finished this one, but the Mazda Road to Indy, the support series that Cooper Tire is the uh, tire supplier for all three of those series. That's pretty exciting, getting ready to think about what we're doing next year, and we got Looks like good car counts for the series. We got some new product that we're working on and be doing some testing on for that throughout the winter here. So that's all good and exciting stuff. Uh, On the street side, Cooper has some new light truck tires called the AT3. The AT3 has been out for a while and it's kind of near and dear to me because aside from the UHP tires, I I have a Ford F-250 Super Duty at home in Idaho. And so... I obviously get to uh, test out Cooper tires on it and have this new uh, Cooper Tire AT3, which is a great tire. can stop by SEMA if you happen to be out there and, and check those out. You know, always some new and exciting stuff going on with Cooper. It's always fun. And, you know, with the cart track out in Denver, uh, Denver I'm sort of racing and inver- entertainment. We've got a new rooftop track that pretty fun so we're Uh, wait you said a rooftop track (laughs) rooftop track yeah that brings a whole new meaning to not going off off the track i think (laughs) no no that that was a kind of a big consideration when we put that up we had to make sure it's very safe which it is yeah but yeah um, (laughs) yeah we're we're at i-25 and highway 36 there at a big freeway interchange and one of those Mm -hmm. old toyota three-story dealerships and we decided to put a a track on the roof and so it's been a big success you know this summer of course and it'll be in through the winter when it's nice enough to use it but so we have two tracks there uh the rooftop track and the main track inside things are going well there and we also have an outdoor track at the old centennial airport so that keeps my partner out there very busy he does a good job at running that and my daughter since she's going to school in boulder colorado gets to uh go over there and wheel the carts around uh when she has spare time too and is not racing herself how cool is that oh what fun well time has not slowed you down that's for sure but uh (laughs) next time i get to denver i'm gonna have to go race top roofing that's got to be something unique and different i've never heard of before so Very, very cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Johnny. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you were in a garage and you were a car, a race car, a motorcycle, truck, whatever, what would you be and why? Oh, boy. Um, You know, I think I've always been a fan. I raced him a couple of times. I've been fortunate enough to race for Porsche. Porsche, some people would say, but a GT3 (laughs) Porsche, it it is, uh, I just really think that's a cool car. It's, it's so well put together. It's so well balanced. The engineering is phenomenal. So I suppose that's, you know, the, the, the handling is just outstanding. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably would be the car that I'd want to, that I'd want to (laughs) be. Well, I knew there's a reason I liked you, Johnny. I'm a huge Porsche fan, and of course, the GT3. Oh my gosh, that's just like a track weapon. Uh, what a wonderful car to take out on the track. I just had a conversation with a good friend of mine, Eddie. Uh, we were at Rensport together a couple of weeks ago. Enjoy all the Porsches oh, out there. That, and, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was incredible. And uh, he has a GT3, and he was thinking about 
selling it in another car, maybe, I don't know, he's looking at some other cars to buy, and he goes, God, I, I kind of brought this car back to be able to drive it on the streets. It was his track car. And he goes, I just can't let this go. This thing's so cool. It's just the coolest car. So uh, definitely. GT3, Johnny Unser. I like it. Well, Johnny, <laughs> up next is the last a lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Johnny, we are back and we're entering the last lap. You've been in this situation many, many times. The white flag's out. Time to put our foot into it. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that GT3 throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice or racing advice you've ever received? You know, this one came from my Uncle Bobby, Bobby Unser Sr. He said, son, lift your eyes up. Now, it seems pretty (laughs) simple, right? But when you're running around Indy or any other racetrack, for that matter, and and you're going fast, you need to keep your eyes up and look forward. And it makes such a difference in your driving, in your life, in everything you do. Is just it, you know, you could go on and on about keeping your eyes up, but yes. that's a big one for me. Oh, absolutely. I went. I, went to, I wanted to race vintage cars, and I did for a while. And I went to racing school, and I just remember hearing in my headset in my helmet bob bondrett head up head up head up <laughs> i'm like my yeah, head's yeah, up <laughs> no it's race it higher race it higher look out there further so yeah but you know what i like the way that you said that it's a good also advice for life is look up look out there look further down the road to see where you're going and don't just look straight down at your feet where you're walking would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes i try to stay in pretty good shape 
don't always do the best when I'm on the road, but I do the best that I can. And when I'm at home, I always try to uh, work out and I try to eat fairly good. And uh, I'm not saying I'm I'm the guy that always does it right. I, I'm not for sure. But I think that keeping yourself in you know reasonably good shape and being pre- prepared for your job is one of the habits that's really it's helped me it's helped me a lot. Absolutely. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of awesome resources these days. Is there one in particular you'd like to share? You know, for me, the the resource that's been the most important is family. People say, well, being an answer, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, it's got its positives for sure, and it's got its negatives for sure. But the most important thing for me is uh, having the resource of my family to go and ask questions to. So anything pretty much that I need. I've got some people with uh, a lot of experience, always had that growing up that I could just, you know, pick up the phone. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, and we're fortunate because it's, you know, so many generations in the answer family that we have that resource. Oh yeah. Uh, Very, very fortunate for sure. And having lost your father at such a very young age and having family members there that stepped in and acted as father figures, I would assume they did, uh, to kind of help you along and, and help your mom and uh, your brother. Uh, yeah, very fortunate, very blessed. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Well, they're not around anymore, but I really didn't get to know him that well, and that was my grandfather. So that was my dad's dad and Alan Bobby's dad. And so I think if I could, I would love to sit around with him and pick his brain because some of the things that he did in his era were pretty amazing. And how he was able to, you know, he, he had a wrecking yard there in Albuquerque and how he was able to bring his sons up and to, you know, get them racing and to keep them racing and the way that, you know, he was able to, to get race cars as, as he went on and, and help provide for his family and, and run a great business. I'd just love to be able to sit and talk with him. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be something absolutely amazing. So he, was he a racer? He didn't really do much. Yeah. In fact, yes, he did. He, he did some driving himself. So he raced up on, Pike's Peak and, you know, and he did a little bit, but uh, not like we are today and certainly not like his sons did. You know, he had that obvious love for motorsports and and love for racing and, you know, love for the automotive, you know, the automobile industry with the wrecking yard that he had there in Albuquerque. So the things that he did being with his sons, you know, right through when they went to Indy was pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with the rest of us that you thought was real valuable? You know, I, I hate tooting the answer horn so much, but there's been a couple books that have been pretty good on the answer family. And I I really enjoy looking back and reading those books and uh, you hear those little stories and the history of the family. So The Unbelievable Answers was one that was written by Joe Scalzo. I don't even know where you'd get a hold of that book anymore. It was a, a yellow book. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, that was a great book. It's it's around. It's got a lot of really entertaining stories in it. And it's 
says a lot about how the answers got going. And of course, there's been books out since then. But, uh, you know, those are the the one that I, I love reading those. It's uh, I love going back on them and looking at him and, you know, getting caught up on on what made our family what it is today. Oh, yeah. Must be fantastic. You know, it's anytime you go back and look at your history, your family's history, and you start learning about things and you learn things you didn't even know. Uh, even though you're part of that family, uh, it's pretty darn cool. And certainly the answer name has an incredible legacy in the motorsport world and the automotive world. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find links to all these great resources Johnny shared today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Johnny Unser, and that page will pop right up. And I think for that old book, The Unbe- Unbelievable Unsers, if I can say that correctly, The Yellow Book, as you so eloquently called it, I think maybe... Uh, <laughs> Check check out eBay or some old used bookstores. Uh, that book is probably out there somewhere for you to get your hands on. We are up to the checkered flag. This is a flag you have seen many times in your life. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. You can park in your garage or you can take out on the track or you can drive out into the beautiful mountains there in Sun Valley, Idaho. Money is no object today, so don't worry about that, but there's a couple rules to this game. One is you can't sell this car to buy a bunch of other toys with, so that little trick, or to finance your daughter's racing, so that Ferrari GTO, if you want it, you got to keep it, but that would be nice to have the money from that car, wouldn't it? Um, Also, uh, I want you to enjoy this car, so no garage queens. We're all about driving cars here at Cars Yeah and enjoying cars, but I think that's not a problem for you with an unter name. You guys like to drive. So what can I buy you today, Johnny? Well, you know, it probably isn't all that expensive and i've i've thought about actually building one but i'd like the original and it's in the ford museum it's the bobby answer well it's the original jerry answer which was my grandfather's it was his 1958 ford pickup that he had it was red white and blue and and later on it went to belong to bobby senior and bobby senior donated it to the ford museum and nice. it was most recently on display uh, at the, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, did a whole tribute to the Unser family and had all the cars and a lot of stuff at the uh, at the museum there at the Speedway. And anyway, that truck was on display there towing a race car up, you know, Pike's Peak car. And so it's just uh, red, white, and blue has always been the Unser family colors. Number 92 yep. has been our... Our number, that pickup, that 1958 Ford pickup that's in the Ford Museum would, would be the one for me. You know, I think it's pretty cool for for obvious reasons. Family heirloom, basically. 1958, that's your birth year and today's yeah. your birthday. So I yep, think I'm going to yep. have to run, run, I'm going to have to run over to the museum there and pick that truck up for you. That's going to be a little challenging for me, but you know what? I would love nothing more. Then to drive up to your garage in that 58 Ford pickup that belonged yeah, to your uh, be grandfather. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Well, you know, that's something you could probably recreate pretty easily and maybe put a little bigger motor in it. Maybe a little better brake, yeah, something exactly. a little more fun, that's you know? right. Yeah, something fun. <laughs> oh, I'd love nothing more than to do that for you, Johnny, on your birthday today. How fantastic. Ah, oh, well, you've taken me on a great ride. I knew jumping in the car with you and going a few laps is going to be a lot of fun today. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and sharing a bit more about Cooper Tires, which is very, very cool. Again, looking forward to walking by their booth at SEMA next week. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset down that dirt road in that 58 Ford pickup? 
Well, just enjoy whatever you're doing. And if you have a passion, if you have a desire to do something different, go for it and do it. You know, whether it's driving a race car or it could be a million other things, just uh, follow your heart and and have a good time and try to make the most out of life. But uh, I really appreciated the time with you. It's been enjoyable. And uh, I hope to see you down at SEMA. I'll be in the Cooper booth. I will be there to shake your hand and say hello. Fantastic. And again, what's the best way for listeners these days to follow along with your business and with Cooper Tires? Well, just the Cooper tire.com website is the best way with cooper and you know other than that i don't really have a a web page anymore i'm I'm pretty much retired from racing but uh you can always follow my daughter lonnie answer she's on social media and everywhere else out there so that's that's uh when you see her that's where i am too so that's right (laughs) dad's heart is always there absolutely well maybe we can get her on the show i would love to have her be a guest here on Cars Yeah, I've had over 150 women on the show, many of them racers. I love bringing women onto Cars Yeah to show other women, particularly younger women, that there is a place for them in the automotive industry, and it's growing these days. So uh, maybe you can help me yeah. help me meet her and have her be on the show. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything Johnny has shared on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Johnny Unser. If you're at SEMA, stop by the Cooper Tire booth and say hello to Johnny. I will be stopping by to say Hello to Johnny, and thank you for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your stories with us today. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road, and happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.